For this reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness knowledge, and to knowledge self-control, and to self-control perseverance, and to perseverance godliness. Second Peter chapter one, verse five and six. Welcome to this episode of the journey, titled "I Hunger and Thirst." Hey guys, welcome to this episode of the journey. If you're just joining me for the first time, I encourage you to listen to other episodes. I'm sure it's going to be a blessing and it's going to be timely. So yes, life, let's just dive right into what I have for you today. So our topic for today is our hunger and thirst. And this topic is just inspired by my longing to actually know God more. There is so much to God that I know that I really haven't touched yet. When I read the scripture, I see how God used people. I see what the kind of authority we have to exercise as believers. And I, and I know that there's a level, uh, there's a knowledge of God that I have not there's a part of God or the different sides of God that I've not really come to uh, understanding of. There are certain things that is ex- expected of us as believers, authorities and ways that we're supposed to move. And like, there's just really a lot to God that I just realized that I've not really gotten to encounter. And so, yes. So I started like making my research on how I can actually know God more, how I can learn more about God. And so in my research and learning about God, I, co- I have come to realize that there are kind of like two things I came to realize. And there are certain attributes that actually attracts, you know, the presence of God to you. And one of them I got to to understand or got to know about is commitment in the place of prayer and studying the word of god and yes as believers you're actually encouraged to pray and study the word of god it is very important and so even in regards to this very point um i remember like going to read the book of daniel and daniel was one person that was really in the presence of God we see him pray and even when they wanted to use something against him they used um, his relationship with God they tried to attack his prayer life and he didn't even he didn't even give up so we see Daniel as someone that's really committed to being in the presence of God with praying he was really an answer in his generation when people need when they were when the kings or the king the king is faced with a problem he reaches out to Daniel Daniel is one person that someone everyone always recommends when they like hit a wall so we see that he was able to conquer he was able to deliver when because of his commitment to to place of prayer and study of the word of God, he was really interested in knowing God more. He was really invested in spending so much time with God. And God revealed so much things to, to Daniel. God revealed 
interpretations to dream and he was just he was just very outstanding in his in his time and he God used him to do so many mighty things and as believers that's what we aim we should aim to do in a generation where like people are just living their lives the way they want when we are committed to a place of prayer and studying the word of God, God begins to reveal things to us and we, he begins to use us in mighty ways that even unbelievers would want to be associated with, with us because of the mighty things that God would do through us. And then they are now attracted to God. And that's what God wants to do through each and everyone's life. And yes, so if you really want more of God, if you really want God to reveal so much about him to you, so much about yourself to you, then I've come to realize that we really need to be committed to the place of prayer and studying the word of God. And yes, it's not like I don't pray or study the word of God. I do that, but I knew that. I know that if, if you want more, you actually need to step up your game. Yes. <laughs> yes. If you want more of God, you have to be really committed. Like Daniel had was very had a very systematic prayer life. If you look at the book and um, um, if you look at the life of Daniel, he was someone that had a systematic prayer life. And for me, yes, I do pray. I do study my Bible. But there are some times that I skip the days that I, I'm supposed to study my Bible. There are some times that I just do like quick prayer, like, oh God, I thank you for waking me up this morning. But I knew that if I wanted to have know more about God, I needed to be very invested in my prayer life and my word study life. Like I needed to take it even more seriously than I actually do. And what did I do to this effect? I I said I was going to start praying and studying the word of God twice a day. Yes. And so I'd say I'll study in the morning when I wake up and at night at a specific time, I think 10 o'clock, that was the time that I set. I was at my 11, but I realized that 11 was not so good for me. I'd probably be like sleepy around that, that time. So I set a time for 10 o'clock when I'll just like spend time with God, like quality time, not like a rush prayer or something. So yes, how has that been so far? I would say it's been like really good it feels good when you have a particular time when you meet with God like it's something like and it's sometimes you can get distracted like but I'm really amazed at how God has really helped me to even maintain that because there are sometimes I'll like be watching a movie or doing something that I feel like is really interesting and then 10 o'clock it, it gets to 10 o'clock and I know that I need to stop that thing and just go and spend time with God so it takes discipline but I realize that the more I'm able to stop things and go and say okay this is the time I need to pray the it's it, the more it becomes easier the more exciting it gets like seriously it actually gets excited I'm like okay this time to spend with God and I just go and worship and pray and read my word and it's been good so far there are days where maybe sometimes i spend like more time some days i don't spend like so much time some days i can spend like up to an hour sometimes i spend like 30 minutes and it's not something you just you know you cultivate that and and with god being your helper you just continue to grow and really be in the presence of God and be really consistent with it but what I've come to realize it takes discipline to actually do that so guys wish me well pray for me that I keep continuing to 
no be present and be committed to my prayer and word study life so another attribute that actually come to realize that attracts the presence of god to you is humility and this one actually learned i learned this in sunday school so during sunday school we're talking about humility and there was a pastor read we read during sunday school that really jumped at me like i was so fascinated by it i'm just really going to read it out right now it's about the story of the israelites moses and then god yes yeah, so the read this is when we we're talking about humility and i i i i i it got to me that humility is one thing that really draws god to you and so when we read numbers chapter 12 verse 3 it's okay the the whole passage we read was like numbers 12 from verse 3 to i think verse 6 yes to verse 6 so i'm just going to like read and like do a little bit of explanation and then skip to like verse 6 so numbers 12 verse 3 just highlighted something and it says now moses was a very humble man more humble than anyone else else on the face of the earth so after this was like highlighted and then we get to the place where god calls aaron and i think miriam and then moses brings them out and comes to them to speak with them and then we go all the way to verse 6 and this is what god says he said listen to my words when a prophet is among you i reveal myself to him in visions i speak to him in dreams but this is not true this is not true for my servant moses he is faithful in all my house with him i speak face to face clearly and not in riddles why then were you not afraid to speak against my servant moses so this is the place that actually got me which is verse 6 he says my okay yes from verse 6 i'm just going to read that again he said listen to my words when a prophet is among you I reveal myself to him in visions. I speak to him in dreams. But this is not true for my servant Moses. He is faithful in all my house. With him I speak face to face, clearly and not in riddles. Like with him I speak face to face. And before all of this even boils down to him, to God talking about this, he, the, it was highlighted that Moses was very humble and we see God even say that Moses was faithful Moses was a faithful person Moses was a humble person and so God is really attracted to people that are humble we see that because of um, Moses humility and his faithfulness when it comes to the things of God God would speak to him I'm like what here I'm still battling with God speak to me to dreams no dreams is one um, realm that really want to have interactions with God because God is really interested in speaking to you even in your sleep yes is that interested and so we see that Moses's humility attracted God to him his faithfulness has made God to you know speak to him in in a very different way than the usual like the way he would speak to other prophets is kind of different from the way he would speak to Moses with Moses he speaks to him face to face, to face. I was really fascinated by this and that's why we need to strive and be 
in a position of hunger and thirst so that we can attract God to ourselves and be humble in every place we find ourselves, in every position, every situation. Because by being humble, we begin to attract the presence of God to us and God would always want to use us mightily. And so there's other things I actually learned, which is ways that we can know God accurately. And this particular um, point is I'm going to give was um, something I learned from Joshua, Apostle Joshua's sermon, sermon on knowing God accurately. I felt like the whole sermon was really timely to the season that I am currently because of I just really want to know God. I just really want to experience God more. And so for I think that particular week when I started my two day in two times in a day prayer time that was when like this sermon actually dropped which was knowing god accurately by apostle joshua selman i really encourage you to listen to like the entire message it was really nice and so this is what i got to deduce from the sermon things like he talked about about knowing god accurately that if you really want to know god you need to pay attention to um, you need to pay attention to like three things. He mentioned know his character. He said know the ways of God and then know the power of God. And how can you even know these things? You can actually know these things when you actually read the word of God. Like the more you read the word of God, the more you 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 begin to see the way he moves, his character, the things that he wants you to do, like the patterns of God. When you know these things, it increases your knowledge of God and makes you to like know him better. And you you get to even discern things that are of God and are not of God. You need you 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 get to hear him clearer because you know what God can do based on what you've read about him and the word of God. And yes, even in regards to, you know, the, the scripture I used in the beginning of this episode, which is Second Peter chapter 1, 5 to 8, one thing I realized that in about knowing God is, another thing I actually realized is that when it comes to knowing God, you need to be open to know him. Like you need to be in a place of God, I really want to know you in a in a in a place of hungry and you no know, just being hungry for God and seeking knowledge of God and that's what this um in knowing his character knowing his ways and knowing about the power of God like if you're not like in a place of I want to know God and accurately and consciously studying the word there's no way you can actually really know God so let's just read second Peter from verse 5 again and see what it says he says for this very reason make every effort to add to your faith goodness to add to goodness knowledge and to knowledge self-control and to self-control perseverance and to perseverance godliness it comes, what I've come to realize from this particular passage I've read, uh, I just read is that it requires a conscious effort to actually know God. 
you need to he said for this reason make every effort it's not something you just have to relax and say oh god i just want to know you more it's just going to happen it's not it doesn't work that way you have to show that interest you have to make that effort and in making that effort the holy spirit begins to partner with you to even know god even more and so you have to be conscious to have faith in god to be good to to seek knowledge of god and to you know work with in self-control perseverance keep moving until you you get to know him more and more and more and more and even another thing that actually yeah i've actually learned so much or a lot and one other thing i actually realized that if you really want to love god i, I remember there was this day i I was just praying and say, God, I just want to love you. I just want to love you. God, I just want to love you. I just want to love you. Bring me to a place where like you are enough for me and all of that. And after praying, I opened my Bible. I'm reading somewhere in John. And it's talking about love and loving God. And one thing that I realized that in loving God, it kept on like John was just kept on pointing the fact that if you say you love God, you have to love your neighbor. If you say you love God, you have to. He was really pointing that if you want to say you love God, you love God, you love God. You can love God. You can show your love for God in a way that you treat the people around you. So even saying that, oh God, I just really love you. It doesn't just end with you just saying I want to love, to love God and just say you love God. It requires that effort. That's where we see, you say, add to your faith, goodness, and Peter, add to your faith, goodness, to goodness, add knowledge, self-control. When it comes to goodness, you have to be good to people around you. You need, you need to be good to the strangers you see on the way. You have to be good to your friends. You have to show people love. And in loving people, you you it translates kind of your love for God. The way you treat other people kind of determines how much you love God. And yes, I think I've just said a lot and I think everything is a bit like scattered. <laughs> but then I really hope you really got to got really got to get something from this particular episode. And it's not like I got it all figured out. I'm on a journey and I'm just taking you with me on this journey. These are things that I'm learning, these are things I'm trying to apply in my own life and, and sharing them. I hope that it helps you in like any area of your life at all so guys i think that's all i have to say for today we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back so guys we've come to the end of this episode and i just want to encourage every single person and even myself to maintain a posture of hunger and thirst for more of God. And in doing that, I'm sure it's going He's going to, you know, fill you with more and more knowledge of Him. And so, guys, if you were blessed by this episode, do well to share with a friend and leave me a voice message it's in the link below this episode. And for those listening on Spotify, you can leave a comment in the comment section. And yes, you can also follow me on my socials and Instagram at voiced by Jella. Till I come away next time, I remain your girl, Jella. Bye.